Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. Several days ago, at his wife's instigation, Ben Calvert had visited Gerald Craig, had astonished the district attorney by demanding that his daughter's trial for perjury be hastened. In justification for his attitude, Ben said he believed Kit's mental illness had been assumed as a means to evade punishment. But later, Kit's father began to have doubts. Finally, he determined to see for himself. The doctor had forbidden him to visit the young woman, but chance played into Ben's hands. Dr. Larrabee, the resident psychiatrist at the sanitarium who was in charge of Miss Calvert's case, had been forced to be away the previous day. At the same time, Miss Janeway, the doctor's very dependable assistant, came down with the flu. Learning of Martin Larrabee's absence, Ben had gone to the institution, had bluffed the substitute nurse into allowing him to see his daughter. Well, now, Kit is seated on a bench in the hospital's pleasant gardens as her father approaches her. Good afternoon, Kit. Dad! How did you... Where's the doctor? Dr. Larrabee isn't here, Kit. He's out of town. He's gone. He left me here and... He promised. He promised me that you... And now... Oh, stop it, Kit. You don't fool me. Now sit down. Keep away from me, Dad. Don't touch me. Oh, where's the nurse? She'll send you away. The doctor promised... You're going to sit down and listen to me. Let's go of me. No, I'm not. Now sit down, Kit. You're going to sit there quietly and listen to me. Stay away from me. Stay away. You've done enough. Won't you ever be satisfied? Kit, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. I should be. Yes, you. This act you're putting on for my benefit. Oh, don't think I'm so stupid I don't realize. But it doesn't fool me, not for a minute. Now, you just sit there and behave. I only want to talk to you. Talk, talk, talk. Yes, talk. We, we have a lot of things to say to each other. When you ran out of that courtroom, you left a lot of things that needed explaining. I'm finished with explaining. I don't want to talk. Good heavens, anyone would think I came here to do you harm. Well, didn't you? Haven't you always all my life? You'd like to think so, perhaps. Very handy justification. But I think you're too smart to take even yourself in with that line of thought. I merely came over here to settle something in my own mind. I know you won't like what I have to say, but just to save me going to... Kit. Are you listening to me? Kit. It's always been like this. Ever since I was a child. This stunt of yours, Kit, pretending to be mentally ill. I know why you did it. You don't fool me because I know. He thinks he knows. He's always been so sure. So sure and so wrong. Forcing his own will on everyone. Oh, if only the doctor would come. It's obvious why you came here. Typical of you. You've always been very clever in thinking up ways to protect yourself. The doctor, he promised to keep Dad away. But he told me I had nothing to fear from him. I'm an adult now. Dad can't dominate me anymore if I don't let him. I, I mustn't get excited. I must talk quietly, calmly. That's what I must do. Then he'll go away again. I mustn't let him see I'm afraid. I mustn't. Kit, are you listening to me? Why don't you answer me, Kit? Sitting there with that blank look. What are you trying to do? Make me think that you don't understand? I'm listening, Dad. Well, it's better. 
I see you've decided to be sensible. Good heavens, Kit. Whatever you may have done in the past, you've, you've always had your pride. Oh, yes, my pride. I wouldn't have believed you capable of going to such lengths, pretending to be mentally unbalanced rather than face another trial. A trial? Trial for what? There you go, as if you don't know. When you ran away after the trial left me holding the sack, you knew darn well what you were doing. I honestly don't know what you're talking about. Kit, we're not going to settle anything if you insist on carrying on this pretense that you're ill. I can tell just by looking at you that there isn't a thing in the world wrong with you. Nothing except a bad conscience. You think I'm the only one in the family who ought to have a feeling of guilt? Now, look here, Kit. When you disappeared out of that courtroom, you left me in a very unpleasant situation. Everyone in Wakefield assumed I'd been in cahoots with you and stealing that fellow woman's child. And they still think so. But I'm going to put a stop to it. I... I've got to. It's for your own good. My own good. That's what you always said when you did something especially cruel to me. My own good. Cruelty has nothing to do with it. It's a question of justice. You committed a crime. For the sake of your own soul, you have to pay for that crime. You're still a hypocrite, aren't you? You have the gall to accuse me when I'm the one who's borne the brunt of your criminal behavior? Criminal? What else could you call it? When I think of the lies that you've told without blinking an eye, looking the judge right in the face, perjuring yourself, surely you didn't expect to get by with it. Perjury? Perjury? <laughs> I thought you'd decide to drop this pretense, Kit. I know that's why you're here, to avoid being tried, to avoid going to prison. Prison? But I haven't done anything to send me to prison. You're trying to frame me. You have no one to blame but yourself, Kit, and you know it. I've thought about it, and I realize now it's my duty to see that you are tried and punished. What you did is going to be brought out in the open. I'm sick and tired of having people connect me with what you did while you're safely tucked away here stalling. The stalling is over, Kit. You might as well know it. I've been to the district attorney. Your trial is not going to be delayed any further. The district attorney? Oh, so that's it. You bribed him, trumped up some charge. You're not satisfied that I'm shut up here. You want to shut me up in prison so I'll never get out. You'll get out. In five years, even less, if you behave yourself. Five years? Five years in prison? You should have thought of the consequences, kid. You can't break the law and expect to go scot-free. The only question in my mind was whether you might actually be mentally ill, as you've tried to make me think. Well, that question has been answered to my satisfaction today. There's nothing wrong with you. You're well able to take your punishment. Five years in prison. Why don't you murder me, kill me outright? That's what you want. You've been trying to kill me off ever since I was a child. The way you killed my mother. Send me to prison so I'll die there. You won't be satisfied until you have me out of the way. You and Jesse and everyone else. That's the one point you're all agreed on. Get rid of Kit. Get rid of her. Kill her off. That's what you want, the whole lot of you. Because you all hate me. Everyone hates me. Ben Calvert stood there grimly, righteously, as his daughter sobbed. Latter, he was thinking. She couldn't fool him. Not anymore. And at the same moment in the reception room of the sanitarium, Randy Lane is speaking to Miss McDonald, the substitute nurse. Good afternoon. I'd like to see Miss Calvert, please. Oh, yes, Miss Calvert. My, she's quite a popular young woman today. She is? She's out in the garden right now with another visitor. Oh, I see. 
I'll take you right out as soon as she's alone. Uh, uh, won't you sit down? Well, uh, all right. Do you think it'll be long? Oh, I don't suppose so. They've been out there quite a while. Oh, my, I've had quite a day. I knew you see. Yes, I wondered. Is Miss Janeway on vacation or something? No, poor woman. I understand she's down with a bad attack of the flu. Oh, that's too bad. I've certainly had my hands full, what with no one here to break me in. You see, Mr. Larrabee went out of town with his secretary. He had to give a lecture. Oh. And my goodness, there's so much to do, especially when working more or less in the dark as I am. I'm afraid Miss Calvert's father was quite cross with me because I kept Excuse him waiting me, while did I... did you say her father? You mean it's Ben Calvert is visiting Kit? Why, yes. And I must say he has an imperious way about him. Naturally, I had to check whether he ha she could have visitors. Well, uh, and uh, then how do you get up in... to the garden? Uh, Which door? Uh, uh, well, it's right at the end of the hall. Uh, uh, Mr. Lane, where are you going? Mr. Lane! Randy Lane was right to be panicky. He knew very well that Ben Calvert should never have been allowed to see Kit. But Randy had no idea how grave the effect of Ben's visit had been already. For Ben had threatened his daughter with punishment for a crime she didn't remember committing. The shock of Ben's telling her she faced a prison sentence might undo all the work Dr. Larrabee had accomplished. 